0: Up next on Inside Champ Car, beignets and hurricanes. Welcome to Inside Champ Car Bill Strong, Brian Polanski. We're here a couple days away from the big easy enduro at Nola, our guest, one of Champ Car's legends.
1: He is the legend, not one of the legends. He's the GOAT. Yeah. Well, he says he is. Yeah, I, I know.
0: know. He's a legend <laughs> in his own mind. Ray Frank, Champ Car Tech, or we'll view others in just a little bit. Let's start here with a little stuff, update stuff. You told me you wanted to update, update stuff. What are we updating, Bill?
1: <sighs> oh, yeah. So Updates. I got an email. Yeah, I got an email today from... Um, Vir. Oh yeah, we have the Vir race coming up in a couple of weeks after Thanksgiving, uh, December first weekend of December. Right. And they said that uh, anybody that got a hotel or you know in the, you know the hotel rooms, on site, on, on site, yeah, yeah, or one of the hotel rooms above the garages. I don't know if the garages are included in this, but I would call the track um, and any other hotel. They're not going to allow us to use them for like a couple of weeks there it's not just our event it's other events as well so they've got some major construction going on i suspect they're doing some water main stuff and because of that you can't house people when you have no water because the
0: poopers don't work
1: yeah pretty much so
0: (laughs) i just classed up the show
1: yeah that's all right man that's (laughs) the proper term yeah you know that's that's how you pronounce it out there in virginia so you've uh so, yeah, so they've canceled all the reservations. If you have a reservation on site, go ahead and check your email. They sent stuff out today, and they'll also send you a uh, cancellation uh, notification as well through your email. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we, uh, I was able to get another hotel. I think most, of the, a lot of the hotels in uh, Danville might be sold out or getting close to it. So I went to Roxbury. Is it Roxbury? Roxbury Roxborough. And uh, Roxborough is uh, about 29 minutes south of VIR, North Carolina. Not that far away, and it was a nice hotel. We stayed. I stayed there for the Trans Am race. So uh, that's where Troy and I will be staying for that race. Troy and I are racing that weekend with the MR2. Going to be fun, but cool. we have a race before that.
0: Yeah, we're going to get so. to that in just a little bit.
1: So uh, what's been up with you, man? You've been busy with the elections and all that other stuff that's going on in the world with your regular job. And you've been doing any racing and stuff?
0: Uh, yeah. Last weekend, I was at two weekends ago. I was at Willow for Vintage Auto Racing Association, and uh, this weekend is the final Cal Club event up at Button Willow. Oh, cool! So, and they started. So be- and, and here's something you might be interested in. Everyone should uh-huh. be interested in this. They started putting down asphalt on the new circuit at Button Willow.
1: I saw that
0: and uh you know it's i didn't know i've learned a lot about asphalt because you know i'm all about the asphalt um and and racetrack asphalt's different than the asphalts that you put on like you know interstate 95 it's a special formula and it requires special stuff that was all messed up in a supply chain and it finally got to wherever it had to go and uh and then it also you can't lay it at any time of the year, you have to have specific temperature range to put it down. So we had to wait till the fall. And now we're in the temperature range. And then it started, there was rain. So we had to pause for sure. rain, which you never get in Southern California. You're like, wait, wait, wait a second. Was we say, have, yeah, that was an anomaly. But uh, So asphalt starting to go down. And uh, the plan is to be racing there next year at some point.
1: Very cool. So yep. uh, Mid Ohio started putting some asphalt down as well. From what I understand, they're not doing the whole track. Okay, they're only doing a partial bit. They want to see how the the asphalt reacts. Right. I remember a bunch of years ago, VIR laid new asphalt down, and uh, then they had to redo it a couple of years later because right. it was failing in spots. So right. I think a lot of tracks are kind of gun shy with that. They want to make sure what they're they're getting, what they're being sold. Right. And, and uh, um,
0: Laguna Seca is also doing some yeah, renovations
1: that's right. as well. That's the, oh, Rockingham is getting oh, yeah. a new surface as well. So, been trying to get us to Rockingham, and uh, we'll see uh, where we get there in the future. Not necessarily this year, but uh, or next year, but maybe after that. That's always a, f- a fun track with a uh, new asphalt down. So, yeah. that'll be kind of cool. You for know, those wondering, a
0: for those wondering, the the background noise, Bill is in a working hotel lobby. Yeah, and uh, he is. He's in uh, somewhere somewhere near New Orleans.
1: So Ray and I headed out for uh, New Orleans um, today. Uh, okay. We made it to Mobile, Alabama. Okay. And uh, we'll continue on in the morning and uh, to meet up with Chelsea and Dana. We've got a meeting tomorrow morning, and uh, that's probably where they're going to hand me my pink slip. Who knows? <laughs> it's a pink slip, right? It's like racing.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: And then, uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we're headed there. We should be there tomorrow. Kind of get our plans down and then get ready for setup on Friday. Cool. There
0: you go. There you go. So, um, is it time for that crazy?
1: Believe it is.
0: All right. So, yeah. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The news, Zach. Okay, so we can't have the king of tech, the grand poobah of tech, here, without doing a tech tick with a tech tip with Ray, right? Well, yeah. Well, let's start
1: off with the first one. We're gonna have oh, two tech.
0: There's tips two out. tech tips.
1: Yeah, let's do two. So last week we put out a call for tech tips. You get twenty for every right. tech tip we use. You'll get twenty dollars of race credit that we will apply to your account. And the first and only guy that actually submitted something to me was ed steinhoff Re, you know be like ed 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 from uh the shark car from south florida one daytona in that infinity or ed from infinity on facebook and, right. and the forum so his tech tip was uh, about extra bits and bobs on your car now this kind of goes against what a lot of guys are doing to their champ cars which is making them extremely light lightweight you know taking everything off not needed in the car but what ed has done is uh, in case uh, uh, you lose a part, lose a, you know lose a bit some bobs, they have zip tied and safety wired all around the car, spare fluid caps, dipsticks, literally everything. spare gas cap, spare radiator caps, spare transmission dipsticks, spare engine dipstick, spare master cylinder cover, spare power steering cover, hood pins, and safety wire and there's even zip ties tied to the roll cage. And uh, they've got uh, it, so basically, so everything can be found quickly during a pit stop in case you lose something. I like the bit about the uh, spare. Oh, e- even the the, um, the spare uh, fuses. He's got a factory fuse box that's under the dash with the removable cover, with it. Uh, with the fuse layout that is zip tied to the roll cage upside down <laughs> the same way your head would be in there looking at the, the diagnosing fuses that's cool you know never thought of doing that we'd actually done some layouts on you know we did all our hose uh, our fuel right. line layouts our hose layouts then basically printed them out on um you know the paper you use for your shipping labels and stuck them to the inside of the hoods and stuff like that. So if I'm in the car, everybody should be able to work on it. Right. So the same with Ed, they've got everything written. They, they actually use marker pen because his car is silver. Right. So it's easy to do. And uh, basically use their car as a whiteboard, you know, insert here, right. everywhere, that kind of stuff.
0: Here's something I did, which was which I thought was brilliant because I did it. And whenever I do something, I think it's brilliant. On my radiator hoses, upper and lower. I had two extra hose clamps that uh-huh. were loose. So if there was ever a small leak, I could put a piece of rubber hose over that lake, pull those two hose clamps in, clamp it down, and I've got a quick fix.
2: Yeah, that would work too.
0: Yeah, I like it. Then, uh, I like it. it this is taking the AutoZone spot of sponsorship way too far though.
2: It
1: is.
0: You have to have it your like, own account at AutoZone to put all that extra stuff on a car.
1: Well, not just that, you need to get a basket. Not right. A little, not a basket basket, but a roller basket. <laughs> Good so stuff. here's some, here you know, since we're going to NOLA, here's some trivia that Ed passed on to us. So Uh-oh. when we ran here in 2012, that was the first time a uh, sanctioned race car race was held at the track. And guess who won it? Ed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he told me that the, there was a team that was uh, in the lead. He was behind them and they were too busy watching their mirror and right at the end of the race they just couldn't make one of the turns because they just were distracted by whoever was driving ed's car and uh ended up crashing the car and ed took the win and who was that so team that, uh I, we think it was the who's the ford team
0: oh i thought it was uh, you in the two. mr2 yeah,
1: blue shells i think it was blue Shells.
0: okay i thought it was maybe you maybe. we don't got know no, not us
1: no because i would never run Noah. <laughs> um and then uh, the last race they ran there, uh, or sorry, and then the last race at Palm Beach, Ed was also the last car to crash <laughs> at the track. <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to have that one. So, yeah, All so right. uh, that's where we're at. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's always good to have spares around, especially, you know, when you're in the car and you're you, or actually the mechanics in the car and the rest of the guys are standing around going, I don't know what to do, I don't know what yeah. this stuff is. So it's always a good thing.
0: Great. And then we have a second tech tip. Do you want me to play the music again?
1: No.
3: I don't think we need to play
1: the music again. Let's bring Ray Frank on with this one. So we've had a couple of uh, fires recently.
3: hoping you will mention that.
1: Yeah. So we've had a couple of fires recently where guys had to deploy their fire bottles. You know, you pull the pin, pull the pin, pull the pin. I was kind of famous for saying something like that, of course, because my car was on fire. And uh, the guys pulled the pin and nothing happened. Or I think it was a WRL race where they had a fire recently and the guy pulled the pin and it it, uh, didn't do exactly what they wanted either. But our race was at AMP where one of the teams went to pull the pin or pull the T-handle out and it pulled it out from the dash because it was pretty much welded up inside.
3: Mm. Yeah, what happens is those cables, they go on a sheath. Right. And... You put them together and, hey, it sits there, what, one, two. You get your bottle redone every two years, but your cables are still just sitting in the car. Right. If they aren't lubricated when you put them in or they just sit there for a year or two or whatever, the corrosion along that cable, I mean, I've seen guys actually break the handles pulling so hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can do one of two things. You can leave a little bit of slack, you know, in your uh, pull cable to where it can you can move it back and forth just right. a little bit and like i say lubricating it when it's put together i believe is probably the uh the solve on this thing because we've had right. it happen too many times now
1: one of the other and, things too is inside those cables is usually a teflon sheath or some sort of plastic sheath inside of them especially on the the probably least expensive ones you can find on the internet or ebay or whatever and putting those things next to hot tunnels or hot exhaust systems or just something hot can actually melt that plastic and kind right. of make it stick to things. So you kind of have to be aware of where you run it. Also how tight you run that, those bends. Cause you know, there's nothing is ever in a straight line in a race car. So right. guys will bend it around or whatever. So those bends add resistance. It's much like your exhaust system, every bend you put in it, it's going to make it quieter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know it's it's the same thing. It just right. makes it harder to pull.
0: Right. It's you like if you ever try can. if you ever try to get an old bicycle working, and you try yeah. to run the brake cables that haven't been or the shifter cables that haven't been done in years. Same thing yeah. happens. Same thing yeah. happens. Yep. Also, are you guys running a dry chem in those fire bottles?
3: What is that new system that Lifeline came out with? It's a
1: I think it's, it's still water based. Okay, because I learned yeah, something this past. A- past weekend
0: is that yeah. the, the dry chem, like if you like transport it back and forth to the racetrack as it bounces around in the trailer it just settles in the bottle the bottom of the bottle so yeah. it helps to flip the bottle upside down a couple times before you ever need to use it so that when you do need to use it it's not all caked at the bottom of your bottle and it's not useful to you
1: so that it's like a really fine powder yep. And same thing with like uh, flour flour yep. in your kitchen, that's you exact. know, you just, it bounces around and just p- compacts itself so tight that it becomes concrete. So yeah, that's something that you have to be aware of. I think there were systems that use that. I, I don't know. I forget. Yeah,
0: I don't know anymore, but
1: it's yeah, a long time, it's, so I you kind of want, want the, the liquids anyway, because those kind of help cool. Sure. The, right the powders uh, cover and, and smother the fire, but you want to cool too, and that's where the liquids come in. in
0: right. And the powders are a pain in the took us to clean when you're done. Clean up. Yeah. But
1: I know that some of both. Yeah. Lifeline has one with both, but it's mega bucks. Right. All
0: right. Good. Good tech yeah. tips. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's do this. Let's take a break. When yeah. we get back, we'll go deep with Mr. Ray Frank. We'll pick <laughs> his brain. We'll see what kind of stories we can get him to tell. Because if there's one guy I know around here that likes to play tell stories, it's Ray Frank.
1: We're gonna do a deep dive into Ray Frank.
0: There you go. (laughs) That's next, (laughs) Inside Champ Car. We'll be right back.
2: Every race weekend, you don't know what's going to happen. But with ChampCar.Live, all the action comes right into your living room. The Champ Car Endurance Series is North America's home to real competitive endurance road racing. And ChampCar.Live brings you live full race coverage with in-car, trackside cameras, interviews, and expert commentary. And ChampCar.Live brings you live full race coverage with in-car and trackside cameras, interviews, and expert commentary. Check out champcar.live on the web, subscribe, and ring the bell so as not to miss a single minute of the action. It's fun, free, informative, and it's just a click away. Champcar.live. Come check us out. We bring you a front row seat, but you'll only need the
0: edge. And we're back. Champcar Live. He's Bill Strong. Actually, this is inside Champcar. Champcar Live is that other thing. There you are. I pulled up the wrong.
1: Yeah, button. that was me. Sorry, that's a TV. Uh, that
0: yeah. Anyway,
1: we're which back. We're not doing which we're not doing this weekend. Sorry, we don't know what the connectivity is at the track, but we'll know for enough for next year to do that. So how right. you doing, Brian? I'm good. Back from this long commercial.
0: I know that long break. You know. Yeah. I've been on the edge of my seat because that's I'm told all I need.
1: Yes. And the edge.
0: And the edge. So. so- uh, we have the the guy who knows all that needs to be known. I'm I'm building this up really big.
1: Yes, yeah. the
0: the knower of everything, the sharer of none.
1: Quite a <laughs> well, history, well, quite a history of racing. Yes, Wait, don't say do anything. We want to surprise everybody with who you are because nobody knows. Nobody knows. There's no <laughs> idea. <laughs> you know, he's, he's circled the globe in the agony of defeat.
0: Sands through the hourglass.
1: Yes. <laughs> And those are the days of Ray's life. He was so racing,
0: race, actually, race. when they were timing cars with hourglasses
1: and horses and, and two wheels.
0: Did you, you 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 put the wheels on the Ben Hur?
3: <laughs> ch- my main power. My main power source has been gravity.
0: <laughs> I second that. I feel your pain, my friend. I feel I'm your pain. <laughs> Ray Frank yeah. is our guy. How you doing, Ray?
3: Oh, just great, man. Yeah. It's- Wonderful day on the road with Bill Strong. You, you lie well. Thank you. Yes, he does. Yeah. Thank you. How's that Corvette? I'm kind of really liking it. Yeah. I mean, it it rides, you know, a whole lot better than any one I've ever had. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's really refined. It, I, I, I'm tickled to death with it. I nice. mean, I've really done all giggy about different cars and stuff. I've had a lot of them down through the years. But as far as a road car, this thing, it's the bomb the nice.
1: c6 corvette silver i mean it's a beautiful car and uh i thought it was going to be a little bumpier than it is it's smooth as smooth as silk out there man handles great he's put me in the back seat a couple times but like his son says he's sitting there doing 65 miles hour in the left lane it's all right <laughs> oh no he likes showing it off to everybody as they come by us
3: there you go <laughs> I'm kidding! I'm getting some his, wrong report here.
1: His son kept yeah. telling me over over the internet that uh you know Ray's probably in the left lane doing sixty five miles an hour. But let me tell you, nope. That man <laughs> that man can move it.
3: There you go. So
1: uh so this this past uh, two weeks or actually the last race we had at AMP Ray got to uh, not work. He got to do something that he enjoys doing, which is race.
3: Actually, it wasn't at AMP Bill. It was a pit
1: pit. So I am wrong. Here, so let's start this over. How again. much is
3: that I want to be today? On that bet? <laughs> yeah.
1: We've been betting all the way here. I've lost everything so far.
3: <laughs> so, how was the racing at pit, Ray? It was awesome. I, it's been a while since I've actually I've, I've sat in some cars and run a stint just for the hay of it, and but it hadn't been very often. I've last, I think, the last time I actually competed was three years ago yeah. or more. Yeah. Um, I have driven some stints. Uh, I have practiced some cars, but when you get this age, once a year or twice a year in one is not quite enough. Right. And I just made up my mind. I really, I, I love pit from what I saw of it. I knew it'd be a good one for me well, to Your
1: try. first time out there was in the tour rig as a pace car driver.
3: It wasn't a tour rig. It was some. Oh, it was a that pink, Yeah, that's it right. Was, it was a car. It was, uh, something. it was the worst car I'd ever driven. <laughs> the most gutless wonder ever. Until pack. I found, I pushed the eco button off of it and it got a little better. And then the shifter had this little S thing over on the side and you go over there and it, it, it was like the third suckiest yeah. car I'd ever driven then. Yeah.
1: But, wasn't that the one Chelsea said, all right, go for it? No, yeah. it
3: wasn't Chelsea. When Chelsea came back to the towers, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Ben. Ben was, run- oh, was yeah. running the race at that time. Chelsea had to step out and we had just cleaned up an accident, and Ben hollows over the He says, he, "He says, where are you?" I said, "Well, I just passed pit in, so that means I've got to go a whole another lap before I come in." He said, mm. "We got the incident cleaned up, you know," and uh, he said, "Go ahead and pick the pace up so we can go ahead and get them back on the green." Yeah. Well, how fast you want to go? Because a lot of they, they tell you the mile an hour they want you to sure. go because the cars pick up. You need to do whatever you do to get the track clear. So he said, "Well, just just go fast as you feel comfortable." <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong answer. Not for me. Oh, no, no. Anyway, I just I uh, came over the hill going down the back straightaway, and I just kind of made up my mind. I was going to flat foot that thing through the kink. And if I rolled it, I rolled it. And did you roll it? <laughs> I thought it would make it. No, no, it ripped right on in there. But I know whoever was, you know, in the first car behind me <laughs> when I left them because I left them. I was going pit in before they ever got to the kink, then the back straight away. They
1: didn't know what to do.
3: <laughs> and as I'm coming into the corner, Chelsea goes, up, she says, that's not 40 miles an hour. What are you doing? I said, I'm just getting comfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't all that, but it was, it was a hoot for me. Yeah. That's so he, he, was that the one I had COVID? Uh, I think Bill, so. You've had yeah, COVID so many times. Yeah, I don't know. True. I don't keep track. That's true. That's true. So, but my experience at Pitt this uh, last time I was there, I got to compete. I put a little team together. Justin Garvin has a little car down in Florida. It's a little NC Miata. Yep. My car's not ready yet. yet. And he had this thing together, and uh, he was coming up to run a race in Carolina, and then he just decided to visit his son for a week. He came to my shop. We pulled it apart, put a transmission and a clutch in it, and went through it, and I set it on the scales. We lined it up, and – you know, got it ready to go and had a flawless weekend with the little car. I mean, nice. it, it really ran good. It had a couple issues. It had a, it, it a bogging thing going on, which we found had a fuel issue once he got it back home again, and he's got that cleared up. And, actually, they ran the car, him and Troy drove it. That's right. That's and finished third overall.
1: Somehow it got you and Troy mixed up. I don't know how.
3: I really don't know how either. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't know how. <laughs> Wow. But, uh, it was super, and like I say, coming from the other side, the customer side. Right. You know, I've never done that. Right. I've never been a team captain. I've never signed everybody up. I've never been to registration to do that. I've never gotten the armbands, and of course, I'm late doing everything, and because we're working on the car, and I sure. Just, so I'm you were just like every on other racer, on, "Hey, you know, are you going to bring this thing through tech, or you know, what do you, you know, I wasn't asking me; I just. Didn't know. But we got it all done and uh, really had a super event. And we were cocked and loaded on Saturday when that monsoon rain came in to yes. really finish well. But we had made our last stop and some others hadn't. She had to call the race because it was just raining too hard. There's too right. much water building up on the track and then hydroplaning and guys just couldn't stay on.
1: So when you, you last raced with us years ago and you come back, it has the – competition level changed much since you last raced or the the not just competition but the skill level of our drivers
3: uh yes i mean it's a tight field i mean it's you know you used to really blow by some guys and and a lot of guys blow by you i mean it's it's still speed differential but the whole group is just, and I'll, I'll say, from teching the cars and everything over the past five, six years, the cars have just improved so much. Not just from the thing, safety things that we tried to implement, but just, you know, you do this stuff and you learn. You know, we have guys, you know, come out and they just everybody's, you know, they don't have a clue. But you look, and all of a sudden, three years later, these guys are, you know, up front contending, and right. you know it's. It's, it's good stuff. But I, um, so I had a couple of good stints. I thought I drove well. I wasn't quite as fast as I used to be, but, um, I think that'll come back if I get my butt sitting in the car enough. And yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be that guy to step out and, you know, I had no off tracks, no bumps, no nothing. Right. Really. All of us drove pretty clean. A couple of them got off a little bit. But well, no you know, managed. there
1: would have been a photographer there to get those pictures of you kind of getting sideways or whatever.
3: Yeah, well, I ain't saying I kept her straight the whole time, but it was it was good stuff. Yeah, I had a half ball. his shots I mean, are out of focus, so he wouldn't know it's you anyway. Yeah, well, pretty it's much, yeah. it's just so much fun on yeah. that side of the fence. I mean, I just I really have missed it, and it's something I want to do some more of because I'm not over it yet. And yeah. uh, we got to bring in a little class trophy, class win trophy home. So that's a good weekend. You know, anytime you know Ray Frank can put another one on the win column, Nothing right, wrong with that? That's good because it kind of goes along with all those other stuff. And that
1: and that was Justin's first trophy, wasn't it?
3: It was on uh, you know for his car. Yeah, and actually, I think that was the first champ car race with the Luci Miata. And uh, uh, yeah, Did Amp it? was the second. Actually, he and Troy finished third overall yep. Saturday. And he's bringing the thing to Naole. Yeah, he says sure. he might just race Sunday's race because now he's got the thing that he thinks you know, it's and it's possible. It's a good little car and he's a great driver. And if he gets to the right guys in there, you know, they can contend for a win. Yeah. And he may be championship bound. You just don't know. So when you're racing out there, do you notice like okay,
1: maybe we should talk about this safety stuff, or maybe maybe change these, or I can't see around this guy's wings, or maybe that? Do you ever notice, think about that kind of stuff, or you just think about going fast all the whole time?
3: I, I kind of keep my mind on my driving. I, I I do. I did notice, you know, a couple of cars. you have had people complain about not being able to see their brake lights and different things. And I did oh, see yeah. where we had one car that had some extremely dim lights. In the tail panel but the one up on top the third brake light is really bright but the thing is the wing at the angle when you're at the car behind him you can't see the third brake light at all you know the wing blocks it totally so they're going to work on their lights because like i say you stand behind the car and you go what do you mean it's, it's blinding me right here but when you're sitting at car level in the car behind the wing just totally blocks it that's right
1: Right. So maybe that's something when you're building your car, think about how other people see it and kind of get in that position of a lower sports car or even a pickup truck, you know, sitting at to see from the higher view, see how, how
3: you can see things. Right, right. You know, so just, definitely people seeing your brake lights. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I was listening to one a couple months ago about customer service. And uh, one of the things they talked about is getting the CEO to call the customer service line. But not tell them it's a CEO, you know. Just gonna kind of do, it, just find out how your customer service line works. So when you're the the when you're part of the team and you become a customer, what was the experience like, and what can you take back now to the team to say maybe we should think about doing something this way or that way?
3: Hoss, I'm gonna tell you, smooth as silk. I mean, the systems we have going. I mean, registration. All you got to do is have your membership paid up, and you're in. I mean, it's everything went flawless. I really can't think of anything in the registration process or, I mean, even my tech process has become so, you know, kind of streamlined because they're looking for certain things. And like I say, the cars have just gotten so much better. We're not seeing the stuff we saw five years ago, four years ago, three, you know, the cars are continuously getting better and better. We still find things because, you know, I, I know I miss stuff. I'm not perfect. I know y'all said I know it all, but <laughs> I know I don't. And I've always had the attitude. My father told me something a long time ago. He said, you can learn something from any man that you ever see. He said, he may be a drunk laying on the ground, but there's something he can do better than you can, and you can learn something from him. It may okay. not be good, but, but you something. can learn something. So, someone so once, always have an open mind to try to learn something every day, which I always have.
0: Someone once so told me if – if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. <laughs>
1: yeah, i no kidding. Oh, not you, but me too. <laughs> oh, you're
0: either in the room alone. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Um, I always saw it from a customer standpoint, like if I'm in second or third, to really up my customer experience, that they should throw a black flag to the guys in front of me because that would enhance my customer experience
3: by no, getting those get guys out of my way. Because we, we do stuff pretty straight up <laughs> I mean, We've had challenges of stuff come in, but it's, it's no hanky-panky-and-monkey stuff going on. It, 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 our race directors run a very professional.
1: Now, from race. experience, I do know that staff enjoy black flagging the CEO of oh. our company, but when they're doing something bad, ah, okay. the car's way too loud. And that goes in the past. We, we, we have done that a few times.
3: Yeah, it Spot doesn't matter mate. who you are. If you're not doing something right, you can be called in, a sponsor, or whatever. I, I, yeah, you know it. It's pretty straight up. Yeah. And
1: yeah, we've so had to pull in sponsors before.
3: That's always been fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's that's got to be a conversation. That's the one you want Dana around to take care of.
3: Well, he's no. the one telling us to do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly and and you know the thing is oh well i got it on film i got i got the camera and then i was oh oh, well yeah i yeah i did pass that guy yeah
1: i love that when they bring their camera up and they haven't previewed it yet they pull out the laptop and they're all sitting there rewinding it showing it they're sitting there and then they see them do whatever they did and they slowly close the laptop and walk out the room (laughs) that's that's the
3: best (laughs) um but yeah, it was, a, it was a good experience. I really like – I, I know we can improve on stuff, but I don't know. Our staff, I'm just tickled to death with them, everything. Like I say, I was the hold up there on that. And like I said, just not knowing what to do. Yeah. But I've never been on that side of it. So um, hopefully practice will make perfect and I'll get a little better at it.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you know, you, you have a, – as a car owner, you have an absolute ton of stuff you have to do when you get to the track. You know, it's not just – Roll the the car off the trailer. You have got to set up your pit lane, set up your your paddock area if you're using that, and there's just a lot
3: of stuff. And
1: make sure you do it right. And when you fuel, have your visors down. Get yelled at for that.
3: Uh, we kind of caught it before the yelling happened, but <laughs> I'm not going to say we were perfect. But we were yeah. pretty doggone good. It was uh, it was good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. You know, it's funny. It's I, a, it's a whole lot of fun on that side of the fence. A whole lot more than on ours. You when know. I, uh, backside of the wall is, you know, no situation going on. But yeah. like I say, I did racing. I had a hoot and you could tell because, I mean, I was bouncing around that place. And for a little, I don't know, the last month. Just talk about you not have it. to please old guy anymore, you know? Yeah. You
0: know, it's funny. I raced uh, with my dad for many years. He was, a, you know, team owner, did all the work. And I showed up and helped out the racetrack and stuff. I had no clue how much work it was. Until I did it myself the first time. And I got back from the first race week, and I think it was a driver's school, and with my own car, all the work, uh, everything. And I was like, I was, like, exhausted for, like, a month. It is so much thought and so much mental gymnastics. Did I remember this? Did I remember that? Did I pay this? Did I pay that? You know, did I book the hotels? You know, all of the stuff that goes into it. So when you get there, if you're also the driver of the car... You know, you will now have to erase all of that other minutia from your brain so that when you put the helmet in and put the visor down, you can get that job done. And that can be hard to do, especially if you're new to the whole thing and you've never been. I had at least the 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 benefit of being at the racetrack for 10 years as a crew member. So I knew at least what the whole weekend was going to be like. But if you're completely new to this, that's got to be terribly overwhelming.
1: And the the other thing too is that you've got to remember to feed feed yourself, take
3: care of yourself, water yourself. And endurance, it's endurance is, uh, it isn't just the cars, the people, it's the team. And we have new people come in all the time. I mean, that's what this series is about. Right. And I mean, I have some guys come in tech and they have some issues where they don't have this done right. And they have to kind of make something like a bulkhead to, to close up where they got a hole going through, you know gas can get to them so you know i've had guys go i, I can't fix this I, I i there's no way i just don't have the tools i don't have the know-how i don't know i said look i said this is champ car i said humble yourself and go to a crew in the paddock and just ask for some help i said you won't go to put a couple teams so you're gonna find somebody that has what you need and will probably help you do it or just about do it for you yeah and I mean, this guy had some pretty good serious bulkhead, nothing done as far as bulkhead done, filled in, you know, holes where the roll cage went through the right. back bulkhead. And it was, it was right much to do. But, you know, he came back later that afternoon. He said, I'm going to tell you, he said, I, I just can't believe. He said, I had people help. He said, it was just awesome. They did a really nice job doing it, got it all done correctly. I right. had a good weekend. I said, the club is about helping each other. I mean, you get out on track and it's, it's just a net, but it's different. But, but yeah,
0: I can see how he could be exasperated by that. You wear all that work and you get to the racetrack, it's your first time, and then someone tells you, oh, we got to get this taken care of. You're like, I just, I got nothing left in the tank, you know? And yeah. uh, needed someone like you with the customer service background and the knowledge to say, okay, we got this. You know, yeah. you, you can make this happen. And uh, that's that's a fantastic trait for, for customer service in a series to have.
3: Yeah, like I say it's just, it's a whole club mentality thing, yep. I believe. And it's uh, like during pit stops. You got sometimes you got two guys, you know, racing on eight hour race. And, you know, one of them holds a the fire bottle, one on fuels. And, you know, they have to reach over the wall and pick their jugs up because they need to be kept on the ground. And, you know, all they got to do is ask their neighbor on one side or the other, right? You know, hey, man, could you, do you mind handing me the bottle or, there's guys that'll do your gas and do your, uh, you know, fire bottle yep. for you. Help oh, you even help do, you get in the car. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, the club's about helping each other do stuff. Right. And I've just found it's it's pretty incredible. I yep. mean, it's it's. You know, I mean, you've got buttholes everywhere, and I'm sure you'll run across a couple here and there. But if you got go to go more than a couple stalls each way to find somebody in Champ Car to help you, you may be the problem. <laughs> Good point. You, you may need to look 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 into uh some, you know, personal. Uh, what is it? What am I trying to say? Some skills, as yeah, far that's as right. How, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't say, "Hey, help me."
0: You know, I got a Dale
3: Dale Carnegie book. We'll we'll send them. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There that's you what I'm talking. Something like that. Because like I say everybody. Like I say when it when it's out on track, you're you're battling against each other. No, you know, just race hard, race. And that's another thing I discovered. It's just the racing's so good. I mean, it's just right. You know, not everybody's going the same speed, and it's not. But as it equals out toward the end, you know. And as you were talking about that fuel thing, I'll, I'll give my little take on that. You know, each car. You know, we I don't know how many cars on the list. I don't. It's thousands. It's, it's a it's a bunch. Yeah, it's a lot of cars on our list that are available to run.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Each car is kind of different. So, you know, different gas tank size, different engine, different transmissions, different suspension. So so we've gone through the years and made what's called a vehicle, you know, performance index. And that gives a point value to each car. So like a Miata in a Miata 1 Eight is 300 points to start off with, where a SC300 uh, Lexus is 500 points. So you have to run the Lexus stock. Or if you do anything to it, you're going to have to take laps other than your free upgrades like your brakes and your shocks. Sure. And all your safety stuff is all included. But you just
1: gosh,
3: you lost my train of thought. <laughs> we, uh, got, we got yeah, the to... gas situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you take something and, and the gas tank size is a big part of it. So you've got a Mustang or let's just say a VA car. Mustang, Camaro, whatever. They like that 16, 17 gallons of gas. Well, they can't go two hours. And so they have to stop more often and say, I had a little Nissan 240SX that would go two hours just about everywhere we took it. Mm -hmm. So that was our only advantage of having that slower car is you don't have to make that extra stop. Now, you run with Team Punisher, which is one of the fastest cars. And it rode Atlanta, the best way we ever did with it was fourth, But we had to pit three more times than anybody else that was around there. Right. 15 minutes. Yeah. Hard to make that up. Now, of course, I didn't get past all day. And right. I mean it was the fastest car on track, and it's it's good being king. but there's more ways to uh, you know try to win than just going fast and burning a lot of gas. Champion. But if you give if you give those of you cars More gas, they get to use more power and they can run longer. If you want to let everybody to run two hours and that, that takes the advantage of the small guy or the V6 cars, you know, being able to keep up, you know, I, I, I think, you know, we have people to find problems with our rules and I will say that, you know, no, they're not perfect, but what is, you know, power to weight, you can fudge and play with that game all you want to. And, you know, it's not perfect by a long shot, but like I say, the racing is so good. I mean, it's just we had the stuff coming down, you know, the last hour or so of the race. We might have five, six cars on the lead lap. You know, who's going to win this thing? This car is really coming, but he's got to make one more stop. Yeah, and he's way out front, but he's got to stop again. I mean, you know, it's just you can't tell who's going to do what. I mean, sure. it's, it's right down to the end nitty-gritty, and every class car will win a race during the year. You know, every class car will have FTD at a track, you know, fastest time of the day of everybody. Right. You know, some tracks of, you know, tracks are different for different cars. There's no one car that's going to dominate, dominate yeah. everything. Right, and right. There's some cars that do quite well, but they don't cover the field everywhere, and, you know, Daytona is a lot different than Gingerman.
0: Yes, definitely.
3: Like, you know, it equals eight throughout the year. I mean, it's just, you know, if they want to fix one problem or something, and we've had I don't know We've had guys like on the forum, and they'd be like, you know, my Mustang can't compete. I'm out. I can't do it. You can't win with it. There's no way it's, it can't be done. It's, you know, I need this. I need that. You got to lower the points. You got to give me this. Got to give me that. I quit. Well, we have another team come up with a Mustang. and They went overall, you know, more than one event. So.
1: And at Road America. Where right. you wouldn't, think the Mustang would do good there because of the amount of fuel used.
3: Sure, sure. So, you know, don't well, tell me it can't be done if it's doing it multiple times. And, and same thing, we got a guy that says Miatas can't or can't compete because I don't know. We have Miatas win multiple races all year long. I, yeah. It's just they're always it's up front. Stock
1: Miatas, not just the Ecotech ones.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's, like I said, it's very competitive. Right. I'm tickled to death with the way the races come out.
0: You know, it's like also there's two schools of thought on picking a car. You know, you can pick a car because you love the car, you know, like maybe an Opal or something.
2: Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and you're going to understand that that car is going to have challenges, but you love the car and you want to race it. You're going out there to have a good time. Then if you want to go out and compete and win, maybe go check out what's winning and what is already kind of in a good spot and pick and build up that car. It might be the, not the car you love, but if, if being up front's really important to you, you know,
3: don't pick an opal. <laughs> well, the, th- the thing is, that opal in somebody's hands may be up front. Yeah. Well, but, and but, but Bill, how long did it take you
0: to get the opal to the point where it ran up front? I mean, well, it took you got years. There. We got
1: there yet. No, mid-packed. but I'm saying, you yeah, know, but no, we're, we're mid pack. Right. And it's mostly about staying on track. We can go two stints on fuel. Right. So, you know, all you know. two stuff. But
0: if you, if you want, if you, if you want quick results, and you don't want to spend you know ten years developing a car. Pick you a car that people, you, yeah, yeah. pick a car that you know is gonna be quick out of the box and you have lots of people running it where you can get advice on it if they'll give it to you, if they'll now, give you all the advice.
1: Now the other part of that equation is the driver's skill set. Because we got guys that come out and they bring out a, a car like the ones that are winning at whatever track we're at.
0: And the drivers suck. I, did I say that out loud? May not
1: be, yeah, their skill level may not be right. up to what it is. And, of course, they're, you know, SEC regional champions or whatever, but they're just not at the endurance level that they need to be at. Right. And I'm not pointing, pointing out anybody, me, <laughs> But it's, uh, no, this, the skill, the skill level right. is big in our series. And, and at one point, everybody pretty much had the same skill level because we were all coming from lemons or, or right. from nothing. And then now, you know, now all of a sudden we've got guys that have been racing in the series for what, 12 years now. Yeah. And, and, you know, four five six ten 10 races a year. And that that's a lot of track time. Yep. Man. And that's how we, you know when we were doing you know eight nine ten races a year the track time was just insane and we just got better and better right. now we were not great well a couple of my drivers were but but you know it, it, we won a race took a while but yeah. you just you know it's getting that seat time and doing well absolutely and ray knows about that i mean that's an that's
3: like part is, of my thing of just you know sitting in a car once a year and you don't do it right you know, you got to really get that feel developed back you know again and um, it's, it's just fun. You got to get in and do it. But like I say, it it was a hoot. I was so doggone tickled, still am. All right.
0: All right. Well, um, uh, Ray, it's always a pleasure. You, 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 you spin a yarn as good as anybody, you know, you got the best accent on the whole team, by the way.
1: Oh, yes.
3: Well, well I don't know. Jimmy is, Jimmy's pretty close. That's true. That's true. So it's a mixture of my, you know, upbringing <laughs> they don't live that far away from each other maybe a couple of hours so it's pretty close there you go all
0: right uh when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about nola and uh, do a little preview of that that's coming up in about uh well when this it hits the air it'll be two days away we'll do that next all that coming up on inside champ car right here on the racing wire podcast network
2: Inside Champ Car is a podcast that takes a deep dive into all things going on with the Champ Car Endurance Series, hosted by veteran journalist radio host and racer Brian Belansky, and Champ Car's very own Bill Strong, we talk to drivers, team bosses, tech gurus, and series supporters. Episodes air every week in time for you to listen on your way to the track. Inside Champ Car is on the Racing Wire podcast network, found on Apple, Spotify, Google, and most popular podcasting apps.
0: And we are back, wrapping up another Inside Champ car. My fearless leader, Bill Strong, is here. Woohoo! Woohoo! They're heading towards NOLA. Yeah. Anything we should know?
1: Yeah, gates open on Friday at 8 a.m. Tech and registration open an hour later at 9. New driver and crew meeting to Champ Car, new driver or new Champ Car driver and crew are, uh, are, are asked to attend a meeting at 5 p.m. It's always good to go there if you haven't been to one of these meetings in a while. That way, uh, get on the same page as our our folks and flaggers and you know how, how Dana and Chelsea call this race. So it's always good to go, even if you've been doing this for years with us. Um, and then at 6 p.m., tech and registration close. We're out to dinner. I guess this area is really good for dinners. I don't know, know nothing about New Orleans.
0: Got to have a beignet and a hurricane.
1: You me that, a beignet.
0: And a hurricane.
1: Uh, and a hurricane. Okay. And it's
0: not a, not a weather system. It's a drink.
1: Oh, okay. Am I going to find myself in pictures that I really shouldn't have taken with me?
0: So here's the deal with the hurricane, okay? They go down real fast. <laughs> So the first one, nothing to worry about. The fifth one, you might want to make sure the cell phone cameras are put away. Yeah. Okay. Okay, So let's just, let's just say, have one, enjoy
1: it. So the best would be how long before Bill's in an ER.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, but uh, yeah, the beignets, do you drink coffee?
1: Yeah, I do drink coffee. And
0: then have a cup of chicory that's uh, their chicory it's their coffee okay. all right it'll put hair on your chest okay and and some other places where you may or may not want it well okay you know so i always tell people so we, that if can you-
1: do, we can do that when when tech and registration open on saturday at yeah. 7 a.m yeah on saturday and uh that's when uh you know we start getting that. driver's meetings at 8 a.m Chelsea will be doing that one And uh, cars to grid at 8.30, cars roll out at 8.45 and start a race at 9. And we run until 5 p.m. when the checkered flag goes up. And then Sunday, same thing, except it's a seven-hour race. So nothing really out of the ordinary for this race. Um, Sound is 96 dB at 50 feet, just like every other track we're at. And uh, NOLA is performing a test day on Friday. So if you want to participate in that, you need to contact the track. There are some links on there and uh, for camping and other questions about the track, there is some emails on the supplementals. Um, we did have a. Uh, on the what? On the supplementals. What, what the are subs. what are those? Oh, those are the instructions <laughs> that nobody ever reads.
0: That's my point. I
1: shouldn't say nobody because when I do make a mistake, I get a lot of emails about it.
0: So here's the key. You put something in the subs that's wrong. Who
1: says I don't? Who e- says I don't?
0: Every time. Yeah. And then you give out an award something every time So someone... the
1: problem is then my boss sees it like two two days out from the race and I forgot about it and then <laughs> <laughs> he gets yells and screams at me for putting bad information in it
0: It doesn't have to be like a big thing but it just that's how you get people you, you know people are are watching or reading Right
1: uh, yeah. Anyway yes. and it becomes yeah, a game no, it's, it's like I you know liked, I always liked the one where we we used to do races where we would uh require everybody at the driver meeting. And when they came to the driver meeting, they got a second set of wristbands. Oh. That second wristband allowed them to get on the track. So we would see how many guys are stuck at fit out because they can't get on track because they don't have the right wristband because they weren't at the meeting.
0: Oh, that's good too. Yeah. That's good too. I like it. All good stuff. All good stuff.
1: So we've we've got 34 cars signed up. As of right now, um, we did have a uh, good, bad, and the ugly dropout, unfortunately. So that Corvette won't be there. So that's going to open up the first uh, stint for somebody else to lead the race. <coughs> and uh, there's a lot of big time guys coming here. We've got some big teams. We have Battle Scarred Motorsports, they're bringing like 300 cars. Um, they've got Mustangs, Chevy Camaros, Ford Crown Vicks, um, oh, a Mazda MX5, whatever that is.
0: Yeah, whatever that is.
1: Yeah, we've got uh open throttle racing. They're they're bringing like six, seven cars too. It looks like four, three or four cars, and they've each got nicknames like Frankenstein and Kermit and Ready. I don't get the Ready part. R E D D Y. Don't know what that is. I'm gonna have to ask them.
0: But it's a red car, and they're might ready.
1: Oh, ah, that might be. I'm just guessing. And the best name this weekend is Surrender the Booty. Yes the Nissan 350Z. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Did you I didn't win any booty from the uh from the Lotto, did you? No.
0: No. If you if I did, did you think I'd be sitting here with you?
1: Well, I thought you'd have bigger headphones or something, you know, <laughs> some cool golden headphones. And...
0: <laughs> I want one of those golden microphones the, the 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 microphone that I'm talking into, which no one can see. It's the yeah. um yeah. they make a gold plated version of this re-20 and if you are special you know like like uh ryan Seacrest has a gold plated re-20 and uh and uh some like conservative talk show host who was very popular had one um and uh but you have to be like you have to have like some sort of clout and i don't have that
1: You know, there is gold paint. I bet autozone. Yeah, does that, does it's paint.
0: like no no, hold on a second now. I got a theory, by the way. Okay. It's my theory on Rolex. It's the same theory I have on this. I will never wear a Rolex ever that I haven't personally won at Daytona. Oh, yes. Right. So I will never own the gold plated RE20 until I have earned it. It's a it's so, a it's a thing.
1: So an old story here. Folks that ran in chump car years ago would remember this. Um, we had a racer that ran in chump car uh, with us out of Florida. Um, he ended up running in the, the Rolex 24, winning a gold watch. The president of Rolex hands him the watch. He then takes it to his local Rolex dealer to get it resized right. for his wrist. And the guy says it's a fake and refuses to work it. Work
0: on it, and it was handed to him from the and president of Rolex. He's
1: like, The president of Rolex handed this to me, and uh, it's a great story. You yeah, know, search for it on the web, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was absolutely hilarious. But, uh, so, yeah, but the guy absolutely refused to work on yeah. it because he thought it was a fake. and
0: I love watches, I mean, I'm, I'm a watch guy, so um, but I've just decided if I don't win one as a crew member or an owner or or a driver, I don't care how I win it, but uh, I will never wear a Rolex that I haven't actually won. So, maybe anyway.
1: that's why Riley hasn't invited me on his to his team. Probably. he doesn't want to win a Rolex.
0: Exactly.
3: That might
1: be it.
0: That could be it. Or it's just he thinks you're not good enough. But we'll, maybe let's go with the he doesn't yeah. want to give you a Rolex.
3: That might be the Rolex. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm supposed to be quiet doing <laughs> this. <laughs> uh,
0: that's good stuff. Weather on Saturday is supposed to pot- 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 potentially be a little wet Yeah. on Saturday. 51 degrees. Sunday should be great, though. Mostly sunny and 56. So
1: walking around that track, taking pictures, um, smile at me.
0: There you go.
1: So, so we'll have the pictures available up on our, um, up on, uh, uh what is that called? Grubhub? Not Grubhub. I forget what it's called. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, Snapchat. Yeah, just go to racing.
1: Yeah, just go, yeah just go smug, to, yeah. Smug, smug, smug mug. mug. Smug Go to my racingstrong.com. I'll have links up there. You guys, I'll, I'll put the low res pictures up for you guys to use on social media and share them out. They'll be going up all day long so you can get them up and share your experience with your buddies and friends and family. Cool. And uh, then I'll have the pictures, the higher res ones up for download later. And uh, you can buy pictures and stuff like that. Nice. So, cool. Nice.
0: All right, my friend. Anything else before we head out for the weekend? Bring rain gear. Bring some rain gear. Absolutely. Next
1: I'll be racing. That'll be fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Ray experience. Nice. Hopefully I'll get to win something, but we're running an EC. We're running an MR2, but it'll be an EC. So we'll see.
3: All All right. Try to win 10 bucks back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff.
1: All right, Brian. That's a good show, buddy.
3: All right.
0: He's Bill strong. We're done. It's another episode of inside champ car. Like what you heard. Subscribe to the podcast; you won't miss an episode. Also, be great if you share it on social media. And comment on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if it's a good one. If it's a bad one, it's Bill Strong. Said it right there. We have a new episode every week. He is Bill Strong. I am Brian Bolansky. This is the Racing Wire Podcast Network.